Hello, uh, let's begin this podcast with a prayer. Come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of the faithful and come in the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit and they shall be created if you knew the face of the earth. Uh, today's topic will be um, what I believe God simply wants us to do in order to go to heaven. And that is to love one another. But to love one another, uh, according to God's will, is to love God first. Why? Because if we do not love God first, then we love ourselves. And we have original sin. And our thinking is darkened. It is ruled by passions, for the flesh, for anger, for jealousy, for you name it, gluttony, all these things it is ruled by. Therefore, in order to love each other correctly, we must love God first. And in loving God, we want to know more about Him and more about what He wants us to do. And that is the Bible. God's word and his law, his commandments, his his, his uh, definitions of love in the Bible. For example, 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, that means love, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling symbol. And if I should have prophecy and know all the mysteries and all knowledge, and if I should have all faith so that I could, could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. So see, you could have faith, but uh, it's possible to have faith without love. So, but you are nothing. And if I should distribute all my goods to feed the poor, and I should deliver my body to be burned, and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Okay. Charity, what is charity? Or love? It's in the Bible. Again, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 13, verse number 4. Charity is patient. It is kind. Charity envieth not, dealeth not perversely, is not puffed up, is not ambitious, seeketh not her own, is not provoked to anger, thinketh no evil. That's hard to do, especially for me, because I always suspect and judge. And again, continuing with, with uh, sorry for interruptions, but I have to commentate on this before I forget. Continuing on, on verse number six. Rejoiceth not iniquity, okay, like, like in vengeance, but rejoiceth with the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, you know, you have to, okay, um, Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. So, um, 
you know, with a little caveat there. Believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. In other words, you must show that you think of them as good person. And if that bad person does things to belittle you, and you still think of him as a good person, he has a conscience, and it's going to bug him. And eventually he'll convert, he'll be kind, he'll change of heart. Okay? That's what this, I think this, the, the, the object of this verse is. Okay, continuing with verse number 8. Charity never falls away. Whatever prophecies shall be made void, or tongues shall cease, our knowledge shall be destroyed, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away things of a child. We see now through a glass in dark manner, but then face to face. Now I know. I part, but then I shall know even as I am known. And now there remaineth hope, faith, hope, and charity. But these, but of these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Okay. Uh, I apologize for my bad reading, um, my little interruptions, but uh, this comes from the what I consider to be the legitimate Bible, Dewey Reigns Bible. 1 Corinthians 13. Okay. So, simply, God just wants us to love each other. Be kind. Be gentle. Alright. Endureth all things. Somebody raises their voice in anger, remain in silence. If you, if you think it's going to help them, you know, to reconvert. Right. If you if you think it's going to help and not in, in helping him not being angry, he or she not being angry, endureth all things. Okay. God simply wants us to be kind and loving to each other. All right. For we have darkened minds, and we don't know the exact reason why somebody did something. Okay. We judge. We like to say, "No, he did it for this reason." All we have to do is ask. You know. All you have to do is ask, and we'd be surprised. It's completely the opposite, or her, her, or her, or his, her, or his intention is completely opposite of what we thought. Okay, it's always good to ask questions, you know, but in a polite, and pleasant way. Say, you know, hey, brother, uh, I, you know, for example, if something was done to your yard, or you know, um, my speaker has run over by your car. And uh, you probably didn't know this, but it damages my finger. I know you didn't do it intentionally, but I just want to let you know, please don't um, drive on my lawn because it damages the sprinkler heads, you know. Oh, I didn't know, you know. I'm sorry, you know. You know, or say, hey, brother, um, uh, I, I thought you did this, and I thought you did it for this reason, but I just want to make sure that I'm not judging you. Why did you do that? So, you know, he, he or she may say, well, I thought, you know, misunderstanding. We have to do this in this world because we, our minds are darkened. Okay, our intellect's darkened. We don't, we can't read each other's minds. You know, we can't, um, you know, have the gift of understanding. 
you know, completely, fully present. If some of us do to a degree all these virtues, but only to a degree we're not perfect, all right, as it would be without original sin, all right? So we have to ask these questions, all right? Okay? And that's what simply God wants us to do. That's simply what's going to get us to heaven is how much we love each other. Okay? And again, how to correctly love each other is to know God. Okay? Because God tells us how to love each other. Okay? Not sexually. Not with ulterior motives. Not for our pleasure. Alright? Not to um, fool somebody to... to to, or manipulate somebody to in order for to an objective to have um, you know sex with somebody or sex with someone or or, or manipulate uh, um, you know for example if you're if you're a teenager and, you, and you're seeing a teen daughter so you real you, you manipulate the parents they think like you're a good kid so you can have sex with their daughter no that's not right okay manipulation is not right for your own 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 um, egotistical um, desires like the flesh or whatever okay um, manipulation uh, is 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 uh, never good but only in this way if you try to motivate them it's not really motiv- manipulate them but motivate them alright convert them change your heart you know uh, return good for evil. Um, in other words, you know, you do that, you do those actions, even though they may cost you emotionally, or pain, you know, or even death in some martyrs' cases. But you do it in order for them to convert to God. Once, once we start loving God, we want to know everything about Him. The Bible, like I said, His commandments, His, His. Um, his rules, his, his how to how to live according to his will, and living by his rules, you could say rules and regulations. We are really free, free from evil, and it's bondage, because everyone has a conscience, believe it or not. And if you do evil, you gratify yourself. You have that moment of pleasure, all right, that pe- that momentary piece of pleasure, but then it, your conscience bothers you, and you need more. You need more of that worldly thing, whether it be the flesh, money, food, whatever. It's only temporary. Okay? What gives us gratification, believe me, try this, try this. What gives me gratification is you know you could do an evil to gratify yourself or do something to gratify yourself, but you resist, you say no to it. And, and even this, this even works with thoughts, with evil thoughts. Stop those evil thoughts. Even wake yourself up in dreams. Stop those evil thoughts and ask St. Michael the Archangel to defend you in battle against the evil, against Satan or Hail Mary or whatever. It helps you to change your, your thoughts, your evil thoughts. And when you stop that, that drug of, of uh, maybe uh, sexual thoughts, like a, like, a, just like a drug that gives you pleasure or whatever, or vengeance or vengeful thought, or, or you know, when you stop that, you feel God's soothing, um, comfort you actually he will not abandon you he will he will give you a grace in order to feel peace because you know if making it makes you happy because you know you did god's will 
He will give you that soothing comfort. Okay, that um, there's a certain word for it, but I forgot. All right. So simply, um, we we can know all theology, what is exactly good and evil, prophesy everything, even have faith to move mountains, even can do miracles. But if you have, if you don't have love, you are nothing. That's why the Bible also says, God says, mm, because you have loved so much, I have forgiven many of your sins. Okay? So because, you know, because of people's love, some people's love for others, the sins they commit, God has forgiven because of that love. So love is paramount to get into heaven. If you don't have love, you will not get to heaven. If you don't love your neighbor, you will not get to heaven. Okay? So, so, be nice. Simply, if, you know, to, this, to a simple lay person like me, with a simple mind, just be nice and courteous. You know? Everyone is, understands the language of love. Everyone is, understands the, the language of hate. If you speak with someone with kindness and understanding, all right, they will respond with kindness and understanding. If you speak with somebody with firmness and, and toughness and intimidation, they will become intimidated and silent and, and angry with you. Okay? Engender the opposite. Love. Show love. Be kind. And avoid the temptation to ridicule. Avoid the temptation to mock. Okay? You know that's going to hurt the person's feelings. Don't do it. Okay. But this is the other part of love that I'm talking about. So love is not always just to be nice and fluffy, wuffy, and butterflies and, and utopia. Okay. Love is there's also tough, tough love. Remember Christ when he saw all those vendors in his father's house in the temple in Jerusalem. What he did, he threw over those tables. He flipped them over. He chased them out, beat them out, saying, leave. My father's house is not a, uh, a den for, for vendors. All right? And sometimes parents have to be tough love with their children who are entering into drugs, uh, fornication, uh, homosexuality, uh, the flesh, uh, alcohol. All right? Same thing when a person goes to the Marines. You know, it's tough love to, to bring out all the laziness, the, the me first, um, and, 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 and to bring up the love of country and patriotism, which is good, okay, which is pleasing to God, okay? Um, discipline, all right? Hard work, toughness, all right? God, nation, you know, God and your nation, First God, then your nation. Alright? To 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 protect the buddy next to you. you know, to to respect the flag. Not to kneel to the flag, but to respect it. You know. You don't condemn a whole history of the country just because of some of the evil that has done. Every country has done evil. Are we to con condemn all countries, no matter what? And kneeling in a, a national anthem is, is a sign of, of, of uh, 
revenge. Say, ah, screw it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. You know, I'm just angry and and screw you. There's nothing good about you. If so I'm gonna kneel, no, no. This country has done many wonderful things. Has liberated many countries from from uh, communism, from Nazism, from, from fascism, from all kinds of. It has aided countries. It fed Europe. If it wasn't for the United States, Europe would have starved. You know, it has done many great things around the world, this country. This country has gone through hell in, in, in the previous wars. You know, it's worked for peace, peace through strength. So there is tough love, right? And this also requires admonishing your brethren because you love them. If you see someone who, who, who is a transgender, all right? And you tell them in, in, in a kind and a loving way, uh, brother, all right, don't get me wrong. I hate sin, but I love the sinner. And I'm telling you this because I love you. Uh, transgenderism is a sin and a perversion. Same thing with homosexuals, all right? It is your duty to admonish people because if you don't, God's going to say, well, why didn't you admonish that person? that homosexual, that uh, transgender, that pedophile. Why did you do it? Oh, because I'm afraid they will get angry at me and I'm afraid of the consequences. You know what Christ is going to say? Go join them in hell. Because you did not raise your voice in their conscience, not raise your conscience or have that little bell tinkling in their conscience. Because you were too afraid. You did not, you did not love him. Because if you truly love the person, you would tell the person, he or she, what they're doing bad, even though it may cost you a friendship with them. If you're afraid of that, then that's your, you, you, you're, you're afraid of losing human respect instead of God's respect. Okay? Human respect is more important to you rather than God's respect. Okay? So that means you are too attached to the worldly things. You are too attached to, to, to humans instead of God. And that is not love. You are too attached to, to relationships. That is not love. Okay? Love is telling them the truth. Alright? Love is telling them the truth. That what they're doing, if they're doing evil, is wrong. you got to admonish them. And that is love. But doing it in a loving way. Okay? Anyway, simply, again, simply be kind and gentle, right? But also, also, this is paramount. This is your other half, right? You have to raise your voice against evil, to admonish. Remember the old saying, all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men and women to say nothing. So we have to not only love our brother, but we have to admonish our brother in love. All right. Okay. Well, that's all I want to say. It's just uh, I want to make it short and sweet. But uh, I think that's what God really wants us to do in order to be saved. God bless you all.